Hey, it's Tim. I just wanted to come and let you know before the show that there were some microphone issues this week, and the audio is not so great. Uh, we did our best with it, but uh, just bear that in mind, and here's the show. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into... Grab Bag Week! background noise. Well, it's because we're here in Seattle. On our on the run from, from Snakeopolis. Yeah. From the coming snake doom that is in Ravenna Park. Speaking of, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. Special edition. We interrupt our promised podcast of Boston because that's not important right now. What's important is that a snake has gotten loose in Seattle and we have to talk about it because it's a harbinger of the coming snake apocalypse. Now, my name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as a very special treat this time, not through the internet, but across the table, is Catherine Cogart, and we're, we're, we're going to give you the lowdown. Are you worried? Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten. Background facts about me. I'm terrified of snakes. So there's that. Which is, that makes sense. There's, I'm, so I have a notebook, okay. and uh, my page is, is headlined, Terrifying Snake Facts. Snake fact number one, they are described as legless carnivorous reptiles. Oh my god. Now, they're not that scary when you think of them as some kind of worm, but when you think of them as legless, where did their legs go? Why did I describe? Or why did I say it was afraid of snakes when we first started talking about this? Because they don't have legs. It's true. It's it's terrifying and wrong. They used to have legs and they no longer do. What? They got rid of the legs? In fact, in my terrifying snake facts, Notebook. I don't, this is all legitimate. That's pretty thick there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would really love to just have a library full of notebooks just along the shelf with just on the spines written things like terrifying snake facts, horrible things you wish you didn't know about spiders. Um, <laughs> uh, you'd throw up like a like some oddball in there, like like horrible armadillo facts. <laughs> One for every animal. I mean, it, it's it's sort of like a really negative version of zoo books. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Zoo already not the most positive thing. That's true. So, some snakes still have claws around their cloaca, which is, you know, the hole that's not their mouth. So that's essentially teeth. Yeah. That, okay. Why did that movie exist? <laughs> Here's the thing. They have claws around their cloaca, and this is from Wikipedia, which is, you know, the source for everything. But those claws are used for grasping and tickling during mating. Here, our conversation took a snake break. I guess I mean part of the problem with snakes is they have no legs, and yet they continue on. They are relentless. <laughs> they just oh man, hadn't thought of it that way. Right? Yeah, if I was out of limbs, I'd be like, that's it. That's that's it to me. Hello, in my terrifying snake facts notebook. 
have written that they're basically just a long thorax. It's true. Their, their spinal column is such that they have a really, really long thorax section and a really short neck and a really short tail and a really short lumbar region. And it's almost all chest. And, you know, I feel like maybe I could get going if I just had a huge chest. Oh, yeah. I would just all chest. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have the abs. The ladies love it. <laughs> ladies love, um, uh, like a python, which is the, the snake that's lost in Ravina Park. Maybe we should back up on this. Do you want to explain what's up with this python? Yes. Let's see. It was a... I believe it was on Monday. A transient from Portland lost, in quotes, said the news report, his six-foot pet Burmese python. Wait, the word lost was in quotes? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's very judgy of the news. It's very disconcerting to me. Do you think he released it? Yeah, I think he released it. And then, so, so the snake has been sort of just roaming free? Yes. And Ravina Park, which we should explain, is a very, um, uh, forested park. Did you say Ravina? What is it? Ravenna? It's Ravenna. Oh, I'm sorry. There are lots of ravines in Ravenna. Where, where pythons could hang out. Pythons could hang out. It's, it's, it's a very python-shaped park, really. Yeah. There are many grooves and, um... Grooves and lots of birds that you could, like, hide under, or trees you could climb up in. Various foliages. Foliage. And there's like a ton of creatures who have no idea what to do with that. Which is like, are are you familiar with the brown snake, the brown tree snake? No. Oh my goodness. So this is like the classic. Uh, we should not have introduced this snake to this area problem. When after World War II, uh, they were flying a lot of U.S. planes back to Guam, which is you know the home base, and a brown tree snake got in like the landing gear and began to colonize Guam. And if we go to the Notebook of Terrifying Snake Facts, we see that there are currently 13,000 brown tree snakes per square mile in Guam. And there are almost no birds left on the island. And also they eat small dogs and uh, almost all rodents. But there's good news. The most recent plan of, like, last May is to kill mice, inject them with drugs, and then drop them around the forest. That's a great idea. We should do that with a python. Well, here's the problem. I thought about this. I was like, great, we're going to solve the Ravenna Park Python problem. But uh, I guess brown tree snakes are one of the few snakes that will eat something that it didn't kill itself. So I think the python would want to kill the mouse. Yeah. Well, but it's not like particularly... Tr I don't know what to think of it. Like, the python wants to kill it itself before it's... I mean, from a, you know... If, if I was some sort of python spy or something, like if I suspected foul play, then it totally makes sense to be like, ah, I didn't kill it, I really shouldn't touch that thing. But like, what is the python thinking? Are they just... They're just extra cold-blooded? They, that's what... They don't even want to eat. They just want to murder. Murder, devour. Mm. Not eat, devour. Devour. It was with this chilling thought that we took yet another snake break. So when do you think you're going to be killed by a snake in your sleep? Uh, probably tonight. Tonight? I don't know. The python might be busy killing some two-year-olds. Did the you know... Is... Go ahead. There was a family in Florida with a pet python. Burmese, of course. It was about 100 pounds and 8 feet long. And it killed their daughter. <laughs> who was what? like a three-year-old. Yeah. This... Wow. Yeah. Like, it just, like, got into the room or, like... Yeah. 
It was like, there was just a quilt over its tank, first of all. And, like, the parents had been getting up in the night being like, Python, what are you doing out of your cage? <laughs> oh, Python. <laughs> and then one night it just killed their daughter. Wow. Yeah, right? What do you think they did with the Python? Like, you're obviously not going to keep it. I have no idea. I hope that they, they put it down. they just exacted vengeance on it? No, the parents got, like, put away for four years. Whoa. Yeah. Why? Because the, their lawyer argued that the Python was an instrument of murder. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> what if it really was? Like, what if they wanted the kid dead? Right? Oh my god. It's like... This is getting juicy. The four years isn't that long. This has to have been on CSI Miami at least once, right? Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe four years well, is standard really for snake murder. it's not really a mystery, is the thing. <laughs> no one was in the room but the hundred-pound python. Who do you think did it? Well, this is... This is where Monk comes in and proves that it wasn't actually the first suspect. So you're saying it had to be on Monk? Yeah, I guess it would have And he wouldn't, like, touch the python or anything? No. First of all, because it's a possible murder. (laughs) (laughs) Because you can't touch the murder weapon, exactly. (laughs) Oh, goodness. They dressed her in dead mouses. Or, excuse me, live mouses. The (laughs) DJ? No, the daughter. That's how they tempted the python. Oh, I see. Perfect murder. It's just a little live snake meat palace murder. over there. Which is how you could describe most humans. A meat palace? Live meat palaces. But palace is the right word you're saying, right? <laughs> yes. That's, my body is a palace. That's true. <laughs> my body is a wonderland. Oh, well, that's who he was singing to. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Well... We may not see you again on the Doom Film Podcast because <laughs> I am fleeing Seattle as quickly as I can, but Catherine will still be here within striking distance of the Ravenna Park Python. Oh, striking distance. Yeah. They're quite long. Oh, I didn't even get to my favorite tidbit of the oh. entire terrifying Snake oh, notebook. Um, the Titanoboa, you might be familiar with, yeah. is a uh, fossil recently found that they yes. think was an ancient snake that got to up to 49 feet long. Yep. And I thought, what's a good comparison for 49 feet? Well, I looked it up because Wolfram Alpha is the numerical search engine tool, and it has this thing where it will compare, you put in a, you know, a volume, and it'll say, oh, that's about as big as a swimming pool or something. And Wolfram Alpha told me 49 feet is three quarters the length of a cricket pitch, or one third the height of Nelson's column. Thus, solidifying my case that Wolfram Alpha is the most British web search ever. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, folks. We hope we see you next week uh, when we will really, 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 truly have a Boston podcast for you. Or else be dead of pythons. One or the other. Don't worry. Tune in to find out. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a real cliffhanger. Oh, boy. That's Catherine Coker over here. And Tim Dobbs over here. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.